2: Happy birthday, Hillary Clinton! That's right. Today is Hillary's birthday. I don't know how you and your family celebrate it. Uh, We'll be having a big cake and a lot of people over, all wearing masks, of course. Anyway, uh, Twitter's been having a lot of fun by putting up the tweet that she put up four years ago today that said, happy birthday madam president now of course that was uh a week before the election they were kind of presumptuous wouldn't you say so i'm guessing that this is not a real happy birthday for the missus uh just yesterday she was telling someone that she was born to solve the covid 19 crisis that's what she said she had all the answers amazing huh could she be any more entitled of course um She still thinks that she's president and uh, Donald Trump is some kind of an imposter or is only holding the place for her until she's somebody comes along and awards the spot to her. Anyway, she said that the idea of him getting four more years actually, quote, makes her sick to her stomach, which, of course, will make Trump winning even that much more satisfying. If if you know it's making her sick to her stomach, it'll just be a little bit uh, icing on the cake, I guess. The last we heard, Joe Biden was hiding again. He put a lid on it today at 930. And the message seemed to be that he was not going to be doing any events between now and Election Day, a week from tomorrow. But there were some rumors that he's uh, been coming out again. Anyway, you really can't blame Joe for hiding after he said this during a virtual event last
3: night. What kind of country we going to be? Four more years of George Georgia, Georgia he's uh, going to find ourselves in a position where if uh, Trump gets elected, uh, we're going to be uh, we're going to be in a different world.
2: See, uh, George Bush was president. Uh, I think he left in 2008, uh, and you really have to see this one if you can find it somewhere online to appreciate it because his wife Jill is sitting next to him, and you can see her trying to keep a straight face and not being shocked what what he's saying, but also trying to say Trump under her breath twice. Here it is again. Anyway.
3: What kind of country we're going to be? Four more years of George Georgia. Georgia he's uh, going to find ourselves in a position where, if uh, Trump gets elected, uh, we're going to be uh, we're going to be in a different world.
2: Speaking of being in a different world, uh, Joe might be in one of those right now. And he's this guy wants to be president of the United States. Forget about him being elected next week. He wouldn't. He'd have to be serving beginning in January. So. Uh, that'd be a few more months of dementia, and then what's he going to be two years from now? Anyway, uh, meanwhile, our Aunt Rachel was out today with the uh, with advice for the holidays. I guess you would call it that should make you want to throw up. Uh, we'll have that for you a little bit later, and you won't believe what they're telling people to do in California, by the way. And it was uh, Rachel, along with His Excellency Tom Wolf, who said that there shouldn't be any fall sports this year. Remember that? Fortunately, the uh, the PIAA ignored them. And there's a study that was done in Wisconsin that shows just how dumb it was to suggest the kids not play uh, fall sports in an attempt to make them, quote, unquote, safer. Really dumb. Our second half hour, I'll have a guy from the Wisconsin equivalent of the PIAA to explain that study to you. But when we come back, it will be Hogan Gidley, the press secretary for the Trump 2020 campaign. Stick around.
1: Finally, here's the inside story of how the deep state went after President Trump in a new book entitled Above the Law. This is Matt Whitaker, former acting United States Attorney General. My new book, Above the Law, is a first-hand account of how former FBI Chief James Comey and top officials in the Justice Department worked against President Trump. In my book, I explain how the double standards were applied to President Trump and his allies by the mainstream media to achieve its goals. And you'll learn how the Mueller investigation was able to produce a massive report For the purpose of political subversion, in spite of the fact there was no evidence of wrongdoing by the president or his campaign. I also include my thoughts on how we ensure that this never happens again to another president or American citizen. It was an honor of a lifetime to serve this administration. In my book, you'll read why I encourage everyone to say yes to the call of public service. Get an up-close and personal perspective on Obamagate from inside the Justice Department. Read Above the Law, the eye-opening new book by Matthew Whitaker, available at Amazon and wherever books are sold. Hiring can be challenging, but ZipRecruiter makes it fast and easy. We talked to Monica Starks, who needed to hire for a pivotal role at her company, GS Group. As the owner of a construction company, finding the right people is a very difficult task. So I use ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter's powerful matching technology identifies the right people for your job and actively invites them to apply, which is why you should try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com free. Monica did, and that's how
0: she found Lamont, her new project superintendent. The job is so perfect for me. I had a career breakthrough. I would have never found this job if it wasn't for ZipRecruiter. With ZipRecruiter, we've hired everyone from accountants to project managers to field scientists. With ZipRecruiter,
1: we get hiring results. See why four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. And now you can try ZipRecruiter for free. That's right, free at ZipRecruiter.com slash free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash free ziprecruiter.com slash free
2: we're all thinking a lot more about staying safe these days windows arrest pittsburgh is no different this is john Steigerwald. When it comes to working around your home, Windows or Us remains committed to the safety of you and your family. For roofs, gutters and downspouts, siding, and of course windows, Windows or Us Pittsburgh can answer the call. With over 50 years of home remodeling experience, Windows or Us has earned its reputation as the area's premier exterior replacement company. And all work will be done in strict compliance with the government's social distancing guidelines. If you've had damage, you may be eligible for free repair or replacement. Visit windows or Us, pittsburgh.com for a free inspection from one of their highly trained appraisers you'll love their no pressure approach no hidden fees and one of the fastest turnaround times in the industry from a company that will never skip town when it comes to honoring their warranty why pay double trust the area's premier exterior replacement company that's windows or us pittsburgh.com windows or us pittsburgh.com
4: thinking about life insurance If SelectQuote isn't shopping for your life insurance, you're probably paying too much. For your free quote, call
1: 800-494-2323. That's 800-494-2323. 800-494-2323. Or go to SelectQuote.com. Since 1985, we shop, you save. Get full details on the example policy at SelectQuote.com slash commercials, or price could vary depending on your health-issuing company and other factors. Not available in all states. Mom, I'm home. Mmm, what
2: smells so good?
5: I've been cooking your favorite meal. Uh, Ah, no tasting until you wash your hands. And don't forget to clean that third hand. Third hand? Your cell phone. It's connected to you all day. Washing your hands and keeping the devices clean that touch your face is essential for all of us to stay healthy. Mom,
4: my phone didn't touch anything.
5: But the germs and bacteria that your hands touch got transferred to your phone. Oh, yeah. I can sanitize and charge it in our phone soap.
1: Phone soap is the original patented and clinically proven uvc phone sanitizer with millions of satisfied customers it kills 99.99 percent of germs like e coli salmonella and the cold and flu virus don't accept cheap knockoffs it's the only consumer uv sanitizer with a 360 degree disinfection chamber using quartz glass to suspend and ensure that all sides of your phone are disinfected for a limited time go to phonesoap.com and use code news and save 10 percent off and free shipping go to phonesoap.com and use code news that's phonesoap.com today in the now I'm Andy Solomon. Surprise medical bills
3: may result from emergency situations where the patient is unable to choose their medical transport company, hospital, or doctors. Here's Dr. Mitch Elkind, American Heart Association president, with more. The average surprise medical bill is over $600 and may amount to thousands or even tens of thousands of dollars. The American Heart Association is urging lawmakers on both sides of the aisle to address this issue now. We're leading a national campaign encouraging patients to share their stories about receiving surprise bills with the hashtag #IWasBilled. Patients should never have to worry about surprise medical bills instead of focusing on their care. For months, Congress has had comprehensive bipartisan legislation in hand that would shield patients and consumers from surprise medical bills. However, lawmakers have yet to move this critical legislation forward. Congress should act now to end surprise medical bills. For more on how you can urge Congress to act, visit heart.org slash surprise bills.
0: Warning, listening to this program may expose you to toxic masculinity. The John Steigerwald Show on AM 1250. The answer.
2: President Trump's been doing so many rallies, I, I can't keep track of them. I do know he was in Pennsylvania today. And there's a rumor that Joe Biden popped out of his basement for a few minutes after saying that he wouldn't be doing any major events before Election Day. Hogan Gidley is the press secretary for the Trump 2020 campaign. He joins us now. Thanks for coming on again, Hogan. Absolutely. Anytime. I appreciate it. So it, it seems uh, kind of unfair for the president to be out there talking to so many voters. Don't you think you should cut the, the old guy some slack? I mean, I mean you Joe's know, stuck in his house there.
6: Yeah, he popped out today for a little bit. And I, I was so excited because I said, you know, now I t- tweeted something that the the press really have a great opportunity here. They can finally find out what Joe Biden's favorite color is. I mean, if they press him yeah, hard enough right. with all the questions they've been asking him. I mean, look, he came out of his little hidey hole for another shouting tour, another stop, and just shouted for a little bit. Said some nonsensical things, um, you know, and, uh, and then went back away. You know, no, no real tough questions, of course. But look, I think the president's going in the right direction. The polls look great. Uh, This is a situation where, um, you know, we've got the best message. We've got the best candidate. He's got the best record. And you mentioned the work ethic. I mean, he goes to more places in a single week than Joe Biden does in a year. And that's going to continue from now until the end of the election. I mean, the president had COVID, for heaven's sakes. He's recovering. You know, he recovered from that. And now he's out on the trail. And he's reminding the American people about the record-setting success and record-setting time. And just uh, you know how much how much better we can be in the next four years, just like the first four.
2: Now, what does um, does I know you, can't, you guys can't worry about what the other campaign is doing, but just as uh, as a guy who's been around this stuff for a while, is this um, c- could this be interpreted the fact that they're, they're 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 hiding or or you know not coming out much? could that be interpreted as overconfidence or feeling a, a sense of dread could it possibly be overconfidence i guess that's what i'm asking you.
6: well look I, I don't want to get try to get in the head of the joe biden campaign yeah. because you know i don't i don't know where my mind would be at the end yeah. of that thought exercise but i can just tell you the president wants to defend the map he created in 2016 where we won states republicans hadn't won in decades on mm-hmm. top of that uh, the president wants to pick off a few Win this by a couple touchdowns if we can. Try and win Minnesota. Uh, looks good there. Nevada potentially, also uh, New Hampshire, all Democrat strongholds. Because the message that the president is putting out there of. Of uh, you know, it's it's unifying, it's patriotic, it's uplifting. It's let's get this country moving again. We we can do this thing responsibly and and get through coronavirus safely. We have to, you know, listen to the CDC, do what we're supposed to do. But we can't lock down again. It's destroyed our economy, but it's destroyed so many lives and and jobs and 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 Joe Biden just isn't there. And so uh, you know, I don't I don't know why they you know I look. Honestly I, I think there is some level of not wanting Joe Biden to be out on the campaign trail because when he does go out he says all the crazy crazy things about Arizona being a great city and how um you know, children love to rub his leg hair and how all black people think alike and yeah. and all the little greatest hits that Joe Biden likes to say and how he's running against George W. Bush or George Washington or whatever he thought he was running against. Somebody named George. So, you know, I, I see why they're why they're stuck in the basement. But uh, this president needs to be out. He wants to be out, and he's doing a great job on the trail.
2: So the 60 uh, Minutes interview got a huge audience last night. Is that a good thing for the president? Do you think it went well? I mean, it was uh, both of them were featured on it. What, which crowd, you said? Uh, the 60 Minutes show. Was that, was that oh, yeah. a, hu- a huge audience last night? Good yeah, thing? it was
6: good. I, I think the president did a smart thing by releasing... A lot of um, of uh, you know the whole the whole transcripts so the American people, people could see because that's what the media likes to do. You know they 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 just selectively edit things to try and hurt this president. And thankfully he wasn't gonna he wasn't gonna let that happen. He released everything ahead of time, and then you got to see uh, Joe Biden and Kamala Harris, and they couldn't answer just a simple question. It wasn't even a really difficult one. I mean the president took really tough high heaters in there and, and answered them all. And uh, you know, fought back to correct the record, but I mean, you know, Kamala Harris couldn't answer simple questions about her radical ideology. She just kind of does that little laugh she does when she gets stuck Jiggle, yeah. and doesn't know the answer. And so, uh, look, I think I think we're in a good we're in a good space heading into the last little bit of this campaign. He is crushing in places like Pennsylvania because. Joe Biden has now admitted he wants to do away with fracking. He wants to end the fossil fuel industry. And that's just hundreds of billions of dollars, yes, but it's hundreds of thousands of jobs right now into places like Pennsylvania. You can't do that. It's, not only is it stupid because you can't run this country on gumdrops and unicorns and, and you know, rainbows. It's a fantasy. But but also, there are real people with real jobs out there, you know, struggling to make ends meet and the energy sector provides them with the future you can 't get rid of ten and a half million jobs that 's what Joe Biden wants to do, and I think it was a stark not reminder, but like a, a just a, a slap in the face to a lot of voters who said, wait a minute, Joe Biden really wants to do these things? And I keep tweeting to the people of Pennsylvania and saying it when I'm on shows like yours. When someone tells you they want to ban an industry, when someone tells you they want to get rid of fossil fuels, when someone tells you they want to get rid of fracking, believe them. That's what he wants to do.
2: Yeah, but they're they're still trying to back away from it. I think Kamala Harris was on The View today. And she said, "I just want you to know that Joe Biden is not going to end fracking. And uh, of course, if it was on a uh, less friendly uh, show, somebody would have popped up a, you know, ten or twelve uh, video clips of Joe saying he's going to end fracking. But they're still they're still backing away from it, and the media are still letting them back away from it. They're letting them get away with it." What? Well, we have a lot of folks uh, who come to our rally, somewhere between
6: 18 and 35 percent, actually, who are Democrats a lot of times. And we play these videos of Joe saying these things. I've we play that, yeah. these videos of comments. Yeah, because we're not going to let the media try and dictate this whole situation. We know what Joe Biden believes. He said it now too many times. And, and it's the old, you know, the old way you get stuck. Are you lying then or are you lying now? And he's told it too many times to be lying. Um, about about wanting to ban the industry, and and I think the American people got scared, and I think he knows they got scared, and so he puts him in a weird spot, and it's too bad, but that's his position. You got to own it. I mean, you know, he said he did say again he wants to phase it out though, so he's trying to yeah. have it both ways when he's in Pennsylvania and when he's not, and, and we're not going to let it let it happen.
2: Talking to Hogan Gidley, he's the press secretary for the Trump twenty twenty campaign. Now you mentioned uh, his. Um Saying that he wanted to prevent four more years of George W. Somebody yesterday. And that's gone viral, and, and um, everybody's getting a lot of laughs out of it. And I made fun of him just a few minutes ago before you came on. But is that funny or sad or maybe a little scary? I mean, it is funny, but it is kind of sad, isn't it? It's both. Um, yeah. it, it is both.
6: I mean, I think this has all been well chronicled at this point, And it's it's sad where Joe Biden is. And look, I, this isn't trying to attack the guy. I mean, look, we all I'm 44. I, I'm not what I was when I was 22. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you know what I mean? And, and that's just kind of the way life is. It's tough. But, um, you know, uh, they, they just keep trying to tell us it's, it's Joe Biden's a nice guy. Yeah, he's a nice guy. But, you know, my granddad's a nice guy, too. It doesn't mean he needs to be in the Oval Office. And so I think the American people are kind of getting a glimpse of the fact that Joe Biden just doesn't have what he needs to have, as the President says he's lost his fastball, and and that's okay. But that doesn't mean we need him sitting in the Oval Office. We need someone who's ready to get out there every single day. You see Joe Biden just kind of staying down that hidey hole. He doesn't want to get out there for the reasons we talked about before. And I don't know that he can either. I mean, I don't know that you can keep up with the rigors of a campaign. And if you have like a big summit coming up, like when he had these debates, we had these debates coming up, you can't just go into hiding for days before the summit. You, you have other things to do as president of the United States. You can't not take a call from a foreign leader because you're getting ready for a summit. You have to be prepared all the time to be fighting, scratching and clawing to make people's lives better. And this president has done that in just 47 months. Joe Biden hadn't done it in 47 years. It's a really stark difference, and I think the American people see it.
2: Got about a little bit over a minute left here. There are stories out there still about the security of the vote in Pennsylvania. Um, how confident are you guys right now that the votes are going to be counted correctly and I guess soon enough? Um, well, look, we're, we're
6: we're we're somewhat confident. We've got some some issues going on there, as you know. Thankfully, our our legal team was able to get rid of uh, some of the big Democrat asks, like allowing you know ballot harvesting and things like that. No naked ballots, and contrary to popular belief, that is not a ballot cast by Jeffrey Tubin. It is a different kind of ballot. It doesn't have the proper. Envelope on it, so I think we got some good wins there. It's uh, you know, but but still, we we got to make sure we get out there and vote on Election Day. The Republicans usually vote well on Election Day, and uh, we need everyone out in full force, no question.
2: Hey Hogan, uh, thanks for being on, and good luck. You got a week to go; it'll be all over soon. (laughs) Anytime, thanks so much. Have a great one. All right, thanks. That's Hogan Gidley. He's the press secretary for the Trump Twenty Twenty campaign. And speaking of uh, something that's completely ridiculous. Um here's uh, this this is California Governor Newsom, okay? Uh talking about Thanksgiving, okay? And I'm going to let you hear from Aunt Rachel here in a minute too. Um Gavin Newsom came out with this for Thanksgiving. Strict restrictions that aim to help reduce the risk of spreading infections. Gatherings are defined as social situations that bring together people from different households at the same time in a single space or place. In case you didn't know what a gathering was. When people from different households mix, the in, this increases the risk of transmission of COVID-19. That's what it says in the statement from the governor. All This is for Thanksgiving now. So I want you to keep in mind because if you really care about your neighbor and care about saving the world, you will follow these instructions even though you're not in California. All gatherings must include no more than three households, including hosts and guests, and must be held, are you ready, outdoors for Thanksgiving, lasting for two hours or less. Two hours, 20 minutes, too long, okay? The longer the duration, the risk of transmission increases. Gatherings that occur outdoors are significantly safer than indoor gatherings. All gatherings must be held outside, okay? You got that? Um, and all gatherings must include no more than three households, okay? Uh, and, and gatherings that occur outdoors are significantly safer than indoor gatherings. All gatherings must be held outside. Attendees may go inside. You can go use your bathroom, according to Governor Nasu, uh, uh, Newsom. If you're out there having a uh, Thanksgiving dinner, you are allowed to go to the bathroom. You don't have to go around the corner, you know, behind the house. You can go inside and actually use your bathroom as long as the restrooms are frequently sanitized. Then you have our Aunt Rachel who said this today about the holidays.
7: You mentioned the small gatherings as well. When people are looking forward to the holidays, they're thinking maybe small groups of people that we do feel
3: comfortable with. Should we continue to rethink even small gatherings? Yes.
6: Unfortunately, in in this time of the global pandemic of COVID 19, as we approach the holidays, we need to rethink those gatherings we need to think about more and more gatherings being virtual or only staying with with your family that you that you live with that you're exposed to all the time and uh you know i think that that's a sacrifice but i think that that uh, you know that sacrifice can mean that people don't get sick in your family and in your community and it would be worth it so even though that's a really challenging concept uh that is what is being recommended by the cdc and that's what we're recommending as well as people plan for the holidays
2: so there you go. That's uh, that's in Pennsylvania. But uh, getting back to California, and I'm you know I'm sure that uh, we'll pick up on this. Aunt Rachel knows all about this and is only out uh, is concerned about our safety. The new rules also out in California. You may remove your face covering briefly to eat or drink. Okay. So if you're having a Thanksgiving dinner, you are permitted to eat it. Okay. By <laughs> taking taking your mask from your face as long as you're at least six feet away from everyone outside. Just Just picture someone, and they'll do this in California, just picture being out in your backyard eating turkey while you sit six feet away from everybody, none of whom, by the way, are allowed to be anybody other than your household. It's it's insanity. But that's where we are in 2020. When we come back, some insanity from Wisconsin. Stick around.
7: With SRN News, I'm John Scott. The Senate is sent to confirm Amy Coney Barrett to the Supreme Court. Barrett would be the president's third Supreme Court justice. A fast-moving wildfire has forced evacuations for 60,000 people in Southern California. As powerful winds across the state prompted power to be cut to hundreds of thousands to prevent utility equipment from sparking new blazes. The smoky fire in Orange County broke out just before 7 a.m. local time, and quickly threatened neighborhoods in Irvine. It's not clear what started that fire. Sales of new homes fell by 3.5% in September, the Commerce Department says. Despite the modest decrease, sales of new homes are up 32.1% from a year earlier. Sharp losses on Wall Street, the Dow off 650 points, the NASDAQ down 189, and the S&P fell 64. This is SRN News.
4: I'm SelectQuote Agent Dan Savino, and believe me, if SelectQuote isn't shopping for your life insurance, you're probably paying too much. For a free quote, call
1: 800-523-3771, that's 800-523-3771, 800-523-3771, or go to SelectQuote.com. Since 1985, we shop you save get full details on the example policy at select slash commercials or price could vary depending on your health issuing company and other factors not available in all states
0: dr sebastian gorka reveals evidence of a cover-up the original laptop was handed over in december why did nothing happen for a year delaware attorney general kathy jennings is a protégé of the vice president's late son, Bo Biden. Can you spell the words cover-up? America First with Dr. Sebastian Gorka. Afternoons at 3, right before John Steigerwald at 5 on AM 1250. The answer. What happens when? After tax dollars are dubiously conscripted for the benefit of private entities and at the expense of the public wheel, a pandemic hits. How are those bond payments being made at, say, PNC Park? Hinesfield, the Convention Center, and analysis by the Allegheny Institute for Public Policy say county taxpayers are about to find out. Learn more about this and other topics at AlleghenyInstitute.org, now celebrating 25 years of challenging conventional public policy wisdom.
1: Spending more time inside? J&D Waterproofing can help you breathe a little easier. Protect your family, friends, and pets from mold, dampness, and other unhealthy elements. For over 80 years, J&D has been making Pittsburgh basements very dry and improving indoor air quality with solutions like the Easy Breathe System. Eliminate unhealthy mold and allergy-causing moisture without filters or reservoirs while using less energy than a 40-watt light bulb. Call 1-800-VERY-DRY or visit JDWaterproofing.com. Com. Liberty Mutual Insurance Company presents. And Doug, where's the money, Karen?
5: I'm sorry, the money?
1: The money you saved by having Liberty Mutual customize your home insurance, so you only pay for what you need. Oh,
5: that money, I used it to add to my collection of clown paintings. <laughs> Take a look.
1: Ah, I mean, ah, amazing! Wow. Liberty, 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 Liberty.
0: Only pay for what you need at LibertyMutual.com. AM 1250 and FM 92.5. The Answer. PGP in Pittsburgh. A division of Salem Media Group. Listen on The Answer mobile app, smart speakers, tune in, iHeart, or radio.com. Stuck in traffic? We've got The Answer.
5: Very congested on the outbound Parkway West from Banksville Road up to past Green Tree. There's an accident cleared, still looking at maybe 15, 20 minutes extra through there. Now, on the Parkway East, delays on the outbound side, Bates Street, to approaching the Greenfield Bridge overpass. There's a crash in the left lane. On the inbound side, delays into the Squirrel Hill Tunnel and into the Fort Pitt Bridge. That's a look at traffic. I'm Jenny Robinson.
0: AM 1250, The Answer
1: weather. Tonight will be cloudy with a shower around. Tonight's low 42. Tomorrow, cloudy and chilly with a shower or two in the area. Tomorrow's high 50. Wednesday, cloudy skies in the morning, then intervals of clouds and sun in the afternoon. Wednesday's high 58. Thursday, cloudy skies with rain. Heavy at times from tropical rainstorm Zeta will have a high Thursday of 52. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm Drew Shannon. Mom, I'm home. Mmm, what smells so good?
5: I've been cooking your favorite meal. Uh, Ah, no tasting until you wash your hands. And don't forget to clean that third hand. Third hand? Your cell phone. It's connected to you all day. Washing your hands and keeping the devices clean that touch your face is essential for all of us to stay healthy. Mom,
4: my phone didn't touch anything.
5: But the germs and bacteria that your hands touch got transferred to your phone. Oh, yeah. I can sanitize and charge it in our
4: phone
1: soap. Phone soap is the original patented and clinically proven uvc phone sanitizer with millions of satisfied customers it kills 99.99 percent of germs like e. coli, salmonella and the cold and flu virus don't accept cheap knockoffs it's the only consumer uv sanitizer with a 360 degree disinfection chamber using quartz glass to suspend and ensure that all sides of your phone are disinfected for a limited time go to phonesoap.com and use code news and save 10 percent off and free shipping go to phonesoap.com and use code news that's phonesoap.com
0: today the john steiger wall. Show. AM 1250, The Answer. Oh, I just
2: told you about our Aunt Rachel who came out today and said that we should rethink the holidays and only have virtual interactions with relatives who aren't in our household. Uh, and this is the same person, along with the governor, who came out against allowing any high school sports. Fortunately for the kids, the P.I.A.A. didn't go along with it. Meanwhile, out in Wisconsin, a study was done out there that shows that allowing sports is a good thing. Todd Clark is the communications director for the Wisconsin Intercollegiate Athletic Association, and he joins us now. Todd, thanks for coming on.
3: Hey, Sean. Good day. So,
2: uh, how are you doing today?
3: <laughs> doing good. Doing good. It's snowing uh, State tournaments. Oh, yeah. We had some snow yesterday. It's it's still a little early to stick on the ground, but uh, we see it. It's
2: fallen. All right. That's good. I like snow. So, um, so who did this study, and what was studied?
3: The study was done by uh, Dr. Andrew Watson at the UW Health, uh, the University of Wisconsin uh, Health Department. Uh, and uh, it was done on high school uh, participants ages mm-hmm. 14 through 17 throughout uh, Wisconsin.
2: And and so it's like uh, I uh, how many athletes are we talking about? I, I think it was over over like 25 or 30,000.
3: Yes, uh the sample represented uh, over 30,000 student athletes.
2: And 16,000 practices and 4,000 games it says here. Uh, that was back in September. So before uh you guys started playing out there, um was there a major debate in the state or or in the different parts of the state or locally there where you are about whether there should be false sports?
3: Well, I think there was a debate, but I think we took a process early very early on, John uh, looking at our state during the summer period when coaches were able to have contact with their student-athletes came out early with guidelines so that they can follow these guidelines as they do their summer contact periods. And then we kind of just rolled over into the fall uh, with these guidelines that our sports medical advisory committee came up with, and uh, we've been able to proceed. There have been bumps in the road uh, where you know teams have had to push the sp- Pause button for a little bit, but they were able to, again, back get back after uh, two weeks worth of quarantine.
2: I'm guessing there was no fear among the kids themselves; they just wanted to play.
3: Well, I know they wanted to play. Now, the fear, uh, you know, in our office, we don't see a lot of the local discussions. We just, you know, get the feedback from the the many parents and the student athletes that are just happy to have the the opportunity to play
2: mm-hmm. now um, did playing sports cause any sur- did the study show that uh having sports and playing sports and we're not just talking about football right we're talking about all of them
3: we're across uh, the board in the fall sports that's correct yeah
2: so so did, did playing sports cause any surge in the number of cases anywhere in the state where they were playing
3: well, the findings suggest that participation in sports is not associated with an increased risk of COVID cases among uh, Wisconsin high school student-athletes because the total case rate and incidence rate reported statewide in a sample representing it, like you said, over the 30,000 uh, show uh, it's actually lower than those reported uh, to the uh, Wisconsin Department of Health for uh, teenagers 14 through 17.
2: So, Kit, so... The kids playing sports showed less uh, uh, c- contraction of the disease than kids in general for the, 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 uh, the population of 14 to 17.
3: That's correct, and that includes uh, across all sports, and that includes football as well. That, as we know, has been sort of labeled as that high uh, risk uh, along with wrestling uh, that the, uh, the yeah. Olympic Committee came out with uh, earlier this year.
2: Now, uh, we're talking to Todd Clark. He's the communications director for the Wisconsin Intercollegiate Athletic Association. Um, now, did I read this right? I was looking at the study. Only one case of all the cases that, uh, were, that they believe were transmitted uh, actually was transmitted. Only one case out of thousands was uh, transmitted during an actual sports activity.
3: That's correct. The only one uh, out of uh, all those that were surveyed indicated that uh, or was identified that only one case, which comes out to about 0.5% uh, mm-hmm. of the cases, uh, was attributed to transmission during the sports activity. So uh, important to also note, though, uh, when you got numbers and, and talking facts and surveys and s- Stuff that thirty uh, percent of the reported cases did not really identify uh, where they got it, but uh, of those that did only one
2: so of, of those that identified, the ones that they could they could track, they could only find one case of a of a kid getting the disease because he was involved in a in a sports activity, and that would include a practice right
3: practice and and uh, games that's correct.
2: Now, what was the reaction out there? Was that when well, you think I, I, I know that you're not involved directly in the study, but were you surprised when you heard that because of all the, uh, the, the everybody concerned about whether or not it was the right thing to do and if it was safe? That
3: right, one... and what it helps is those that uh, in the state that decided to continue on with the fall sports as as typical of course with guidelines in place and that's important to point out that very important that these guidelines were put in place and it shows how well school coaches administrators or administrators and student athletes have performed in you know using these mitigation factors and and that's uh, one of the reasons why uh, you know this the results we got, the way they've come out is that there's been, you know, a real dedication to that. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's been a great uh, contribution by all involved to to make sure that we are the, as, as uh, minimized the risk as much as possible.
2: Would it be correct to say that the study showed that playing sports may have actually reduced the number of cases?
3: Well, there might be because of the precautions that have been taken by the student-athletes. Again, uh-huh. we're talking about committed and dedicated 14- to 17-year-olds that uh-huh. uh, I, there's a reason uh, for for doing something. And uh, I think they jumped on very early in the summer as far as, you know, the peer uh, flow with uh, not the peer pressure, but, you know, that, that embracing of, uh, you know, provide the opportunity to follow these guidelines, and we will be able to play our season. So I, I think they were very motivated from the early going, and, and I think uh, it's come to fruition that because they've taken these precautions, uh, we, we find uh, the, the findings of what they are.
2: Are they allowing fans at the games out there, football games, uh, or any games, they, any spectator?
3: In some areas there are, again, that is the decision of the local health departments. Uh, there is a restriction on the numbers, uh, depending on the social distancing and the size of stadiums, of course. But uh, there are uh, several uh, communities that allow the fans uh, throughout the state. But they are restricted. And, again, you know, uh, when you were talking about interscholastic athletics, that's one of the things that the doctors that, that had to research you know, point out too, they can't control with the study uh, who it comes to the events, and you know, is there exposure there? But we're talking solely the student athletes that are participating.
2: And where uh, of the people who were infected, where did most of the infections come from?
3: You know that the the survey really didn't show that and again, uh, it came from outside sources other than the athletic activities, either practice or the games. Well, but, uh, I think you know, what it
2: showed was it came from the households. That's where most of them, and they're finding that and not just, they're finding that everywhere that you, you're better, you have a better chance of catching it apparently from a family member because they're, you know, they're living in the same house that you are than you right, are in a, in a pra- football practice.
3: Yeah, uh, that is as far as their findings, when they started identifying and going through, you know, the numbers of, uh, and I can't think right off the top of my head where it was actually come from, I think 55% is the number, John, that was indicated in the study that where they contracted the virus uh, through household contract, or contact, so about 55%, and then another 407 of that uh, was in community contact, not involved in sport or school.
2: Yeah, and again, one person uh, got it as a result of actual sports activity. One out of the <laughs> the entire study—that's amazing. Um, so, um, our, so our, the schools, and we're talking to Todd Clark. He's a communications director for the Wisconsin Intercollegiate Athletic Association. Did a study out there that showed that, that it was a good idea, I think you could say, to let the kids uh, play fall sports, which almost didn't happen here in Pennsylvania. Um, are most schools out there doing in-person teaching or virtual, do you know?
3: I think it's a mixture out here, Don. Uh, There are a number of larger cities that are doing them strictly virtual. I think once you get into outlying rural areas, uh, they are uh, either uh, in-person or at least partially in-person and partial virtual.
2: And um, also the study showed uh, what the effects of not having sports I guess you canceled spring sports out there in Wisconsin the same, same as we did here. They just all of a sudden ended. You know, basketball, I think here, basketball playoffs had started and it just was over. Is that the same thing that happened out there?
3: Yeah, we got through our first day of our state girls basketball tournament, which is the second to last tournament we have. We have the boys basketball uh, a week later than the girls, and uh, after that first day, uh, and it was—if you recall—that time period in March, it was uh, you know, Major League Baseball had had shut down, and yep, and the yep. NCAA had just indicated that they weren't going to have the uh, twenty the, the NCAA tournament in basketball. So it was that tide that that swept the nation. And at that point, uh, you know, it was prudent at that time to to make the choice to uh, decision to move uh, uh, away from concluding that tournament.
2: Yeah, and the the study showed that uh, depression increased. Lots of bad things happened when the kids started playing sports. Correct?
3: Yeah, uh, you know, after the cancellation, the the same UW Health that created the the. Uh, COVID 19 in high school athletics uh, summary study also did a story and summary back in a research study back in uh, the early part of the spring that indicated that uh, prior to 2020, less than 10% of the athletes reported moderate to severe symptoms of depression. But during the cancellations of spring sports, that number of severe symptoms of depression rose. 33%. To 33%. So that's a significant increase uh, from 10 to 33%. And that's one thing the Board of Control really looked at hard when we discussed whether we were going to move forward with sports in Wisconsin in the fall. And they thought uh, those are our alarming rates. And, uh, you know, if we put together these guidelines and people follow the guidelines, which they have, uh, we will be able to participate.
2: Now, what is the um, what, what 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 kind of precautions did you take? The usual stuff: masks. Uh, the coaches had to wear masks, and the, how, how did they how do they do that? Like for football, for example.
3: Yep, uh, masking was one of the uh, big ones, but the other one that was very large early on, and it continues to be so, is the social distancing. Uh, when mm-hmm. you can't social distancing, you mask up, and you know there's other things that uh, with the social distancing and the disinfecting of balls. Uh, if they've been touched by, uh, various members of the team, you know, the cleansing of those, those, uh, balls and equipment. So, yeah. and you know, if you're not participating, make sure that if you're on the sidelines that you're masked up, uh, you know, so there are, are ways to, and, and maybe the most important one is if you, if you don't feel well, you stay home or mm-hmm. you let somebody know and, and don't come thinking, you know, that it, It'll just go away, uh, I think that 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 education is an important piece of this,
2: yeah, if you're a football player, you're supposed to suck it up and play if you have a cold or you know you don't feel good uh and that could be a big problem
3: yeah certainly in in a case like this where you know uh we we do understand uh how contagious this virus is,
2: yeah, but the thing about it is you could have a lot of kids who have it and have no symptoms, so um that's all I think that's interesting too. I mean a lot, a lot of kids uh, have gotten this. Uh, I knew a group of kids back here who had it, and uh, very few of them had any symptoms at all. One of them had lost his sense of smell for a little bit, didn't feel sick at all. so I, so I just wonder how how they are able to uh, you know prevent a kid who doesn't even know he has it from transmitting it's amazing that you, that you could keep it to only one person during sports activity.
3: Yeah, I think you're right. But I, I think that maybe, you know, lends itself to the tremendous job that our schools are also doing with the contact tracing. You know, okay. if if in fact there is, you know, uh, and they're working in pods, if there has been some exposure uh, to individuals, uh, like you said, either at home or out in the public, uh, they're able to confine those pods uh, and determine whether those in that pod have been infected. And, you know, by doing that, that's how you can prevent the spread.
2: So finishing up here with Todd Clark, Communications Director for the Wisconsin Intercollegiate Athletic Association. So, Todd, uh, in Wisconsin, sports are, are a go now. So from now on, they're just gonna, there's going to be sports. I mean, fall sports will be over here pretty soon. It's going to be January, and they're going to play hockey and, uh, and basketball and all the other sports then, right?
3: Well, uh, our hope moving forward is that uh, all student-athletes have an opportunity to play. Now, we've already, the board had already, a couple months ago, had adjusted the winter seasons. So there's about three weeks maybe uh, chopped off the winter seasons. They're going to start a little later. We've also provided an opportunity for schools that... Uh, based on decisions made at the local level, are unable to participate in fall sports. They'll be able to participate in an alternate fall sport in the the, the spring part of the season that's kind of wedged in between that winter and the spring season. So uh, there are opportunities. We just need to continue to uh, do everything we can to help mitigate the spread of this and and keep our fingers crossed and and do the right things, be smart about it, and uh, we'll be able to move forward.
2: Well, Todd, I appreciate you being on, uh, and uh, good luck the rest of the uh, the school season. I hope uh, you don't have any setbacks, and everybody gets to play. Look, obviously, this the, the one the most important thing to me that the the, uh, the study showed, uh, aside from the fact that it just showed that kids can play without you know people dying in the streets, is that it's a bad thing for them not to play.
3: Absolutely, and that that goes back to the what we talked about about the uh, severe. Uh, you know, depression, depression that uh, has yeah.
2: increased, 20, you know, 23%. Hey, I appreciate it, Todd. Thanks.
3: All right. Thanks for having me on.
2: Okay, that's Todd Clark of uh, the Wisconsin Intercollegiate Athletic Association with proof that our governor, His Excellency, and his Aunt Rachel were really, really stupid. When they said we shouldn't have premiums for health insurance, or maybe you settled with a ministry plan, some short-term medical or limited benefit plan that lacks the coverage you need. This is John Stagerwald from my friends at Marley Financial, and every agency offers the same stuff. Well, except Marley Financial. Marley Financial now offers a unique ACA clone that looks, feels, and most importantly, acts just like a Blue Cross plan. In fact, it's even better. You can go to any hospital or facility anywhere in the country. They'll actually waive your deductible for inpatient and surgery. Does your plan do that? Plus, they can customize your plan to reduce your costs for the rest of your life. Contact Marley Financial today 724 884 1496. You don't have to wait until open enrollment 724 884 1496. Or visit MarleyFG.com. Nobody does health insurance like Marley Financial, the most innovative agency in the marketplace. 724-884-1496 at MarleyFG.com.
5: The holidays are just around the corner, and Blinds.com, the number one online retailer of custom window treatments in the world, wants to help you turn your home into the picture-perfect background for festivities with family by offering you a chance to win a contact-free holiday home makeover worth $2,000. Plus, amazing prizes each week for that special and cherished space you call home. With Blinds.com, making your home more beautiful is always easy and affordable. Enter for your chance to win, and you could transform your home into the perfect holiday hideaway. Blinds.com has helped millions of homeowners. Plus, they guarantee the perfect fit for your windows. Go to Blinds.com right now to enter for your chance to win your holiday home makeover worth $2,000. And check out this week's special savings on top-quality blinds, shades, interior shutters, and more. No purchase necessary. Rules and restrictions may apply. See Blinds.com for details.
0: This is the John Steigerwald Show on AM 1250, The Answer.
2: So, as I was saying before I was rudely interrupted by the commercial, um... The governor and uh, Aunt Rachel were really, really, really stupid for trying to stand in the way of high school sports being played way back in whenever that was, August, whenever it's, uh, they started. Uh, it was Before then, I guess it was July when they raised the issue and uh, these kids who had been practicing not just football but all the sports but especially football because that's the toughest one for practice out there in the, in the heat and getting up in the morning and lifting weights and doing all the things that football players have to do, and they just came out and said, nah, we're not going to have sports, it's not safe. They had no clue of, wh- of whether it was safe or not. Zero. None. And uh, all these kids played out in Wisconsin, and they tested 30,000 athletes, 16,000 practices, 4,000 games in September. One kid they just they determined of all the all the people that they checked one kid got the disease as a result of sports activity one out of all those kids and all those games and all those activities practices uh it's just this is just another example of the stupidity that is out there and i told you if you missed it uh, uh that aunt rachel is now saying that we should rethink the holidays gatherings and you shouldn't have you really should only have people from your household uh, there for thanksgiving dinner so if you live by yourself you know get yourself a swanson's frozen turkey dinner and eat that for thanksgiving that'll make the uh, that'll make aunt rachel really really happy uh (laughs) what and and by the way in california you are allowed to eat your Thanksgiving dinner, as long as you put your mask back up after you chew. This is the kind of stuff that's going on in 2020. It's total insanity, and I hope to try to expose as much of it as I can every day here. Thanks for listening today, and I'll talk to you tomorrow.
0: The John Staggerwalt Show is a production of the Answer Pittsburgh and Salem Media Group.